Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Raw Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca. Hey, Paul Hammond, ECW, ECW. Well, 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 we got a nice taste of it last night on Raw. Hosted, uh, I mean, uh, uh, never mind, not hosted by, but a lot of things <laughs> happened last night. It was crazy. We're going to break it all down. The co the co God. Damn it, my co-host and the CEO of Pro Wrestling Shit, Ryan Satin. How are you? He threw I, me off. I'm great. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you. Last night, I was talking to my girlfriend after the show, and mm-hmm. I had a similar... 
I kept like fumbling my words and I was like, yeah. I think Ra was just so good. I'm befuddled. I think that's ooh, befuddled. Good word, right? I'm I'm trying to up my vocab game lately. I know the words, I just don't say them. Yeah, clamped, befuddled. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Um, But yeah, dude, Ra was fantastic last night, dude. Like I loved it so much from beginning to end. I felt like uh, the pacing was great. The Mm -hmm. storylines were there. Even if you didn't like, see, here's the thing. Yeah. When wrestling's good. Or great, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like the um, the critique of wrestling yeah. is a lot less uh, combative, a lot less contentious. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like we all enjoyed it. Of course. We're just picking apart the intricacies of what we would have enjoyed a little more. And it's a right. little less like, ugh, like well, I hated it. No, I didn't. It's a little less like right, that. When right. everyone can kind of universally agree it was good. Yeah. To me, I enjoy um, the 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 the. the, the to, to hear and read the the analyze people analyze the show and stuff mm-hmm. like that because to me it's more entertaining and this was just great all around you know I'm I'm assuming you know they wanted to play off of the fact that we all know that yeah. Bischoff is the new or sorry that Paul Heyman is the new executive director of Raw Bischoff is the new executive director of SmackDown so I am sure they wanted to do a bunch of things to make you think that there were things changing you know right. um, similarly to like you know. I feel like they want to take a different approach this time. You know, six months ago, they did the whole raw sucks. We're going to make changes thing. And then they didn't make any changes. No, whatever, really. You know, to me, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So I don't get shit from watching a show where they go, our show sucked. It's going to be better now. And I go, well, prove it to me. Don't tell me. Prove it to right, me. Right. And last night was an action speaking louder than words scenario where it's like they're being like, we're going to try and have the shows have a creative feel, be a little bit different to the diff- to the shows. And last night, I mean, they absolutely went out of their way to Make the show feel unique. Yeah. To give storylines to people all across the, the board. Um, to uh, make just things feel different, you know. And I and I think yeah. they did a great job of it all 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 around. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. We're gonna break it all down. It emanated from Dallas, Texas, uh, which seems like the perfect place for Paul Heyman to do his first Raw. Uh, Braun Strowman came out to take on Bobby Lashley right off the bat. You know, the announcers there, Cole, uh, and no promo, uh, no promo. Cole, Corey Graves, and uh, uh, oh, geez, what do I forget? Renee, Renee Young were uh, just. Kind of laid the groundwork of what was going to happen tonight, and then boom, we're right into it. Strowman and Lashley, really good, powerful, strong match. Holy Mary, mother of God. There were some scary moments where I thought these dudes are so big just throwing each other. It was almost like watching a superhero fight in real life. Yeah, because I, I, they were taking some pretty hard bumps. I felt like, uh, you know, similarly to when the talent at Stomping Grounds were like, we're going to show up. Yeah. Like, we're going to show everyone that. We don't care if, like, there's not a ton of build behind this pay-per-view or there's not a ton of excitement for this show. We're going to show everyone why they should be excited. Yeah. And it was a lot of the smaller guys doing that, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, not to say that they're small guys, but just not, like, the the, right. the, the hosses on the roster. And I feel like Lashley and, and, and Braun last night came to play. Like, they really they, did. They were like, we're going to have a match where it looks like we're beating each other up. Like, we're yeah. fighting for real. Not just, like, a wrestling match, but we are looking like we are beating each other the hell up and, yeah. and and they really did a good job of it and you know the the moment where they finally like worked their way up the stage and mm-hmm. you know they're they're fighting on the top of the ramp and then Braun rams uh, Lashley into the wall and you just the fireworks go off and, yeah. and Corey Graves is like holy shit and 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 all that uh was just fantastic you yeah. know not only what did it look cool 
we all missed pyro so yeah. it was like cool things are blowing up again awesome right. like we're like little kids in that aspect where it's like you're like lighting something on fire you're like yeah that's cool yeah you know, fire yeah like beavis and butthead fire yeah and and I, and I felt that way looking pyro i was like yeah pyro yeah yeah <laughs> like gets me hyped up and and see and it was a bit excessive like you not like uh, 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 an, an electrical outlet probably wouldn't explode that much necessarily and fire keep exploding five minutes later no <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, yeah. but as a, as a visual spectacle, it looked really cool, yeah. and I felt like they played it up perfectly afterwards, not mm-hmm. talking over it, yep. um, silence, showing the people uh, you know, rushing around. Now, you know, because you, you have seen yeah. when an actual scary moment happens, they cut away. They yeah, go to commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to show you, and that was, a clear, that was how you knew no one's actually hurt, but I like they treated it that way, because to me, wrestling is its best when someone watching it, when there's... A good chunk of the crowd watching that goes, was that real? And oh, yeah. That's perfect. That's, oh, yeah. that's all you need in wrestling. We you know? can suspend the disbelief to the point where the crowd's like, wait, was that? Was that? Yeah. Like we saw with, Why a, are they talking? with AEW in that chair shot that you yep. covered on Pro Wrestling. Same thing. Yeah, you're like, wait, was that intended? Like the Rocks or the Foley still talks about all those chair shots he took from the Rock, that they were legitimate chair shots yep. and they really messed him up. So, like, there are, they, you just never know. You, know, you never know when it's going to happen. And when it does, you're like caught in the possibility it might be real. Because remember when they tore down all those uh, all those uh, scaffolding on top of was it uh, Rain uh, Lesnar or was it on top of I forget Stroman. who did it but it was Strowman who pulled it down yeah Strowman pulled it on top of right? Lesnar yeah it was Strowman who pulled it on top of Lesnar yeah, yeah yeah and you were scared because that was a lot of steel falling yes. on one man and you were really surprised at how uh, that what, was that real or not so. I also feel like they've gotten away from Braun being yeah a big deal exactly and those moments did help Braun become a bigger deal and they'd gotten away from monster it monster among men yeah get us back to that yeah. Braun was awesome when he was doing destructive things exactly you know? um, it's such a curious move though right I want to get your thoughts here we're on the precipice of the Fox situation and for Vince to make this move to put Heyman in charge of Raw uh, Bischoff in charge of Smackdown it's such an interesting decision because you're almost to the finish line at getting there will these two guys mess the product up or you know push the boundaries of what this? No, because it's okay. all going through Vince still. Okay. It's all going Vince through Vince still. Vince is still approving Vince is still the top of the it's pyramid. Just those guys are in charge. Picture like the pyramid. Like, yeah. this is the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, the little triangles, you know? Yeah. And these are like all the creative team, creative team, like on each side. Raw, SmackDown. And like right here is Bischoff and Heyman. Right. And right here at that at that pinnacle is still Vince. And everything's still going through Vince McMahon. It's so, going to go through Vince McMahon for a while. So both of them are filtering creative to present to make Vince McMahon, do you think? Correct. Because okay. before... Before everyone pitched to Vince. Well, no, 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 no. Before there was like a, there, there is still yeah. a lead writer. Right. You know, Road Dog. Road Dog was the lead writer of SmackDown for gotcha. a long time, and he recently stopped that position. And right. I feel like, but 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 Road Dog was the lead writer. Yeah. You know, so you know how movies work. So let's yeah. say we're going like movies and TVs, like production, right? Yep. Uh, lead writer is not on the same level as like the director no, no. or the executive producer Did, and stuff uh, like that. And uh, so I, unless it's a really well-known writer, yes, they do not get that position. You're right. True. It's very rare. They have to be a very respected yes. writer to be on that level. Yeah. And, and so um I think that uh that's kind of the the vibe is that like instead of being the lead writers mm-hmm. of the show, like they're going to be the manager, director of the show, like leading the charge or even gotcha. I would I don't want to say executive producer because no one's really above the executive producer. So I guess like the owner is. 
Yeah, I guess that's a good so point. So Vince would be the owner. Yeah, yeah I, guess- I think they're both executive producers, and Vince is the owner. That's kind of how I look decides. at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The studio head. He, yeah, Vince studio is like head. the studio head. They're like Absolutely. the executive producers. Exactly. Absolutely. And so or VPs or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but it's gonna be a slow process. You know, I've reported yeah. this on the site that. They got to slowly assimilate into these roles. They're not going to be like diving in where it's like, here's the keys to the kingdom, Paul. So even, or, or Eric, you know, yeah. even though Raw wanted to give that vibe <laughs> last night, it was very clear they wanted to give that vibe last night yeah. of like, they wanted you to think that Heyman was in charge of the show last yeah, night, which was smart, yeah. which, which was very smart. Started off with an explosion. Yeah. You know, you've got like fake, you literally started off the Heyman era with a bang. Yeah. You started it off with a bang. Great point. And, 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 and it's like, there's, there's a work shoot going on. <laughs> there's cussing and everyone's going like, Heyman's back, baby. And even if, even if it was Vince McMahon's idea, it was brilliant yeah. to do that because it made you think that. And, and I think that, um, they, they they drove you to a fever pitch all night until Heyman finally appeared on screen and you were yeah. like, oh, and we'll get to that later, obviously, <laughs> and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I thought this was such an effective way to kick off the show, you know, even as long as it went. Yeah. You know, to me, this was so much more effective than a 20-minute promo would have been. You know, yeah. this is oh, yeah. 10 minutes of, like, silence and yeah. them act, everyone acting concerned, putting him in the ambulances and stuff. Cole with that it. voice. Yeah, Cole had a somber voice. Um, he's... They're being put in the ambulance, and we're I think they even what happened. <laughs> I it was think great. they even said the word hospital. Yeah, hospital. Right. And they never exactly. do that anymore. Yeah. They always say medical facility or right. whatever. So, uh, yeah, yeah, great all around. Good I, stuff. I loved. This was a great opening to Raw. <laughs> and then move on. Let's move on because, like, once and for all, we finally got some real bookings. No squash matches last night at all. Uh, Viking Raiders taking on the New Day. This was surprising to me that they set this up. This was a good battle between these guys. Then Samoa Joe comes down and interrupts and starts to beat on Xavier Woods. Kofi comes down to try to stop that from happening. And then it becomes a free-for-all. And then we go to break, come back, and we've got another six-man tag between these guys. Once again, doing that whole thing where you go to break and then start over again. And then we got a, we got a good match all around at the end here with Joe. At least someone didn't Kofi lose in, in the tag match first, right? Yeah. To my yeah, yeah, yeah. They, nobody it, lost. It was a no contest. Yeah, it was a no contest. Thing. Yeah. Um. So that at least made it a little better. I don't mm-hmm. like when they like when someone lost. Yeah. Then they'd have someone come out, and now it's new match. You like, mean Alexa? Different. You mean like we're gonna get to here in a yeah. little bit? Yeah. Uh, you know, so those things bug me more. Mm-hmm. Uh. But uh, yeah, this one I loved. I thought the match was great. I did they, too. They followed it up with the, you know they had the dope match. I think Samoa Joe's looking badass yep. right now. Yep. I think that the Viking Raiders look cool. They yes. look strong right now. They beat the New Day. Yep. That's a big deal. You know, New Day is one of the big, you know, one of the strongest teams in the company right yep. now. Uh, you know, uh, or at least over most of those over teams in the company. Yeah. So I think yeah, it was a it was a big deal all around. I also think that Viking Raiders having that little pairing with Samoa Joe, A, made them feel more villainous. Yeah. It just made them feel like bad or dudes. Now they're heels. Now they felt like heels. 100%. They didn't feel like heels before. Now no. they, Last night they felt like heels, which I felt like they didn't know which way they were going to go with them, just showing their brutality, and now he, now they're fully heels. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that they, they felt like heels last night, and 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 this was kind of like the best presentation of them yep. so far, I Agreed. felt like. Because they, they weren't like, it wasn't like this confusing No, thing. and it felt at times like an ECW match. So I'm not going to lie. I mean, there were the idea of using each other as weapons against it. They really leaned into it more so than I've ever seen in any other match they've done 
on the Raw roster. Like they're using each other and throwing each other in certain uh, to certain positions and certain places to inflict damage on their opponents. I like that. They made good use of that. That's an interesting interesting new angle on a tag team uh, uh, that I haven't seen before. Usually they have one or two moves that they use each other for. These guys had like five or six. Viking Raiders? Yeah, the Viking Raiders. Yeah, they have Raiders. so many It was fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad they were able to showcase some of yeah. them more than they've been able to so far. Because, yeah, it was this was a better use of them than a squash match, definitely. Yeah. And just when we were getting too brutal, well, I mean, what I do like is Kofi also didn't tap out. That was a great way Pass out's to better keep than him out. champion. Yeah. Always. Pass out's better than tap out. Always, that's how it works, and so it keeps him chance. And I think this is going to be a fun match between these guys when I'm it pumped. happens. Yeah, I also liked just randomly Corey Graves throwing it out there that it's going to be a ladder match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like it's what? nothing, like it's no what? big deal. Yeah, I, thought, I loved it because it was like then they were getting excited about rumors. Like the he was like, oh, it's just a rumor or whatever. And then like on commentary, they were like getting excited about a quote unquote rumor, and I was like, oh. So they're allowed to get excited over rumors, but when we as fans get excited yeah, about of course, rumors, of course. it's like, oh, just sit and wait to see how it plays out. Right. We haven't been manhanded our marching orders to say that. So. Uh, let's uh, but I, I do think yeah. ladder match between those two could be badass. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, fantastic. I love Smojo, and I love Kofi Kingston, and yeah. I actually think that um, that really has potential to steal the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I say that about most Smojo matches because I do think that he is like, a show-stealing guy that doesn't get as as much love as he should. He's surprisingly nimble for a big guy still at this age. And he, I mean, he puts over these matches in such great ways. You look forward to it. So I'm excited to see what happens with him and Kofi. It's going to be fun. I need, I need to get a new hairdo, though. You need him to get a new hairdo? And, and I'm not one to talk because I'm always, on, well, I'm I'm always weird with, with my hair. Works. It works. Well, his hair's all, have you noticed yeah. hair's all over the place well, lately? Well, man, I mean, does he look like a guy who cares what people no, think No, that's kind of why it works. Yeah, that's why it works. Joe doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Uh, that's why Joe's going to kill you. All right, let's Move on. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> that's right. Let's move on here. Just when we're getting a little too brutal, let's throw some comedy into the mix, and that's the No Way Jose. Our truth comes out with No Way Jose is going to face Cesaro for some reason. No Way Jose getting a little shot there on the main uh, show here. They Our uh, truth comes out with him, then eventually gets. He, you see Drake Maverick with his wife there. Well, pretty first, upset. Did we, did, didn't they have the backstage thing first with Drake Maverick? Oh, our, yeah. Well, which okay. I, dude. The fact that they brought his wife onto the show now, Drake Maverick's is she a wife. WWE person? Well, she was. Or she an in the main classic. She was an independent okay. wrestler. She was in the main classic. So is she I think signed the first by one, WWE or no? no. Although it wouldn't oh. surprise me now if they put her onto something because clearly, it's an angle. Clearly, they're getting her involved now. They're, yes. they're into this. Um, I loved when they were backstage and she had the blindfold on. Yeah, and he's like acting like they're on their honeymoon or whatever, and then she takes it off and it's like, oh no, no, no. Here, meet Dana Brooke or whatever. Oh, I loved it. And then when Our Truth came out and, and was standing there and yeah. started singing, great. Yeah. Great stuff. And then her being like, oh, do you care more about me than the, or the 24 7 title more than me? And, right. and he was all conflicted. Like, no, no, I won't go after it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I love that their, uh, that their honeymoon consists of sitting front row at a WWE show afterwards to right. like make her feel better about the situation. And then all this starts to unfold. Uh, and when our truth, <laughs> when he laid over the the, oh. the guardrail, yeah. and was like doing his thing in front of the wife, I was dying. Yeah, honestly, this has been such a joy. Oh yeah, a, a joy. Yeah. The, the Drake Maverick wedding truth stuff, all of it, so well, good. It was so smart because just before it got stale, they threw a new thing into it. And before the Maverick thing gets too stale, they're going to throw something else into it, you hope, because that's going to keep this thing alive, being one step ahead of people worrying about it being 
too stale. Uh, but yeah, so, and then eventually, uh, you know, they get chased around the ring, or twenty four R truth sorry gets chased around the ring. Everybody runs away, and Drake Maverick is just like kind of sad, conflicted, not so knowing sad. what to do, and not know because he wants to go after him, but he can't because his wife is there, but he really wants to, and he's just kind of sitting there all like distracted. And then Cesaro ends up absolutely destroying No Way Jose. So yeah, I guess I was wrong. Maybe there was a squash match because that was essentially a squash match. Absolute destruction. But that's all you needed, honestly. I like yeah. the way that they are weaving the 24-7 title mm. tr- zombie train of people um, into, into matches. matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what's like, would you really care about watching Cesaro versus No Way no. Jose for a few minutes? No. That was going to end just like it end, that segment well, ended? Or instead, you throw in all this insanity to make right. it feel better? Well, that's why you book that Quarantine. match. You book that match so you can attach it to the 24-7, right? Because normally, Cesaro should be fighting somebody else way better than No Way Jose, or at least a little more uh, cachet than No Way Jose. Uh, speaking of cachet, the NXT Tag Team Champions going backstage were there last night. Street Profits uh, were being interviewed by Charlie. Charlie, uh, no, that fam, he, he talks about, he starts doing that rock thing. He says, nah, fam, that ain't what we're doing. Then uh, we want the smoke. We want the smoke. So that was awesome to see them doing it. Uh, immediately, like, this is such, they seem like they belong immediately. So this will be interesting to see if it, how much more they lean into it. But I'm excited. They come back a little later with Heyman. But did you like this intro for them? So, okay, first of all, did you, I, I missed it. I must have been looking at my phone for a brief second uh-huh. or talking to my girlfriend while watching Raw. Apparently... Earlier in the show, I want to say during the opening segment, they apparently there was like an accidental brief flash uh-huh. on the screen where it cut to another camera backstage on oh, accident, okay. and they had Street Profits just standing there backstage, and so everyone was like, "Well, guess Street Profits are going to be on the show." Oh, so you didn't catch that either. No, I didn't catch. I didn't it. either, but I saw people talking Damn, about it. And I, I, I saw the, yeah, the picture yeah, yeah. or whatever, um, but still. Loved it. I yeah. agree with you. They 100% looked like they should be there, you know, from the get-go. And I feel like that's so important. Yeah. You know, I, and honestly, they were probably ready character-wise yeah. to be on the roster almost a, about a, oh, maybe close to a year ago. Wow. But when they went to Evolve, they really kind of like became renewed mm-hmm. in the ring. And yeah. I don't know if about, I mean, is that kind of like indie style kind of influenced them a little bit, but... They had a little run in Evolve, yep. and then went back to NXT, and that run in Evolve changed their in-ring. I yeah. mean, they were already fun to watch in the ring, mm-hmm. like a heavy machinery is fun to watch in yeah. the ring, but they went from, like, fun to watch in the ring to, like, these guys are great wrestlers. And right. they were, you know, Angelo Dawkins has been in the system for a long time. I think he's been in there since, like, 2012. I remember okay. the old days of NXT when he was, like, had, like, kind of like a Kanye West. Yeah. Not... Crazy Kanye West. That's how long ago it was. The kind of yeah. like the kind of like graduation era Kanye West with the glasses right. and everything. And and so he's been there for a while. But I I honestly believe that these guys are going to be a big deal on the roster. I think that um, as long as they don't play the cliche stuff. Well, here's the thing. I think actually Montez Ford won't play for that. I think Good. that Montez Ford and Bianca Belair seem like role model yeah. types. You know, they they are very much like empowerment. You know of, uh, of the of the culture, and I I do not see them falling into that trap. If anything, I see Montez mm. Ford, and I tweeted this last night. I honestly see Montez Ford being WWE champion within three to five years. Wow, that's how much I think that he like okay. because even you said looks like he's supposed to be there, and you oh, don't yeah. always say that about someone when they come that's from true. NXT. But Montez Ford, every time I've seen him on the mic, he just every time I see him on camera, he, he controls just, it. He controls it, but not only that, he um. 
what's the word I'm looking for? He basically he oh, he, he just owns the yeah. screen. Yeah. When you see him, like he makes you want to watch him. He's got that it factor. That's he has that it factor. Yeah, and, and, and it's not even just charisma. No, no. It's not even just good in the ring. The whole he literally has that it factor yep. where you're like, that guy is a superstar. Yep. And I feel the same way when I see Bianca Belair too. Uh, and but 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 I truly believe that he has that it factor yep. that is going to lead him to the top. That that just. You know, empowerment, everything. I really believe that he has a chance. So I don't think that Street Profits are going to go in that direction. I don't okay. think they're going to be crime time 2019. I think they're going to try to be, the, I think they're going to be the opposite of that. Good. And if anyone can lead them to that, I think it's Paul Heyman. Paul yeah. Heyman might be, you know, an older Jew from New York or whatever, but he keeps it real. Like Paul Heyman has always made sure that, that he yeah. uh, doesn't. You know, he's not the kind of guy who's only listening to oldies. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's checking out what's going on up there. Like he's keeping his ear to the street. Like he is involved. He knows what pop culture is talking about. Um, and if anyone can kind of lead them to um, be a big deal on Raw, I do believe that it's Paul Heyman. So I'm pumped for this. And yeah. I thought that when they came out after they had that brief interaction with Paul, it was fantastic. That was great. I, I Paul loved was scared. It. it was. And since we're talking about it now, yeah. I loved how the show. It was like things happening, things happening, and everyone's like. Oh man, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, everyone was in their head being like, oh, Paul Heyman's killing it. Yeah, fuck yeah, Paul Heyman, day one's killing it, he's killing it. And you're like, everyone's thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they kind of like worked you up to a fever pitch, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, Street Profits, yeah, this, yeah, that. And then all of a sudden, like, Paul Heyman pops his head on camera, and everyone was like, yeah, he's the one doing this, yeah. So I loved it. I, I, I really thought this episode of Raw was great, and th- yeah. that moment with Paul Heyman, I loved the way they kind of like worked up to it. Yeah. I really think Street Profits. Just think, I saw someone tweet me this, and I, I'm sorry if you watch the show and I don't call out your name because I'm trying to pull it up here. But um, I saw someone tweet to me that that they're looking forward to when Street Profits inevitably uh, has a feud with Daniel Bryan and oh. and Eric Rowan, and Daniel Bryan's pissed about the solo cups. Yeah, you know the the, the, the red <laughs> solo cup that they come to the ring with or whatever. So uh, I, I'm excited for that. I also, you know, it's crazy. I, Look, as as optimistic as I am, I can't help but think on the other side of this as yeah. well and go, okay, I'm excited for Street Profits, right? Um, but bigger picture here, one, why do they keep doing this to NXT? Like, like Street Profits just won the tag titles. Yeah, yeah. Every time someone, like, wins the tag titles... It's a farm league, man. Get, That's what it is. I know, I know, but it's, like, right But not every they, time. It's been almost every time. Like, Viking Raiders were champions. Oh, they got I pulled see away. what you're saying. You mean tag teams. Tag teams. Sorry, right, tag teams. Right, right, Viking Raiders were, were tag team champions. Yeah. They got pulled away. Yeah. Uh, now, they, they keep pulling away the tag champions and bringing them up. And, and I think that it kind of messes with the whole tag team division. Mm. Uh, but, obviously, Triple H is good at, at, yeah. at working his way out of it. But also, I go... We're ju- let's see. Viking Raiders was a couple months ago yeah, now, yeah. and they're just barely finally yeah. getting a good presentation of them on TV. Mm-hmm. So I am a little nervous in that aspect because it's like every team they keep taking up from NXT, they don't really take too seriously, or they kind of like. But I think they like sanity. Yeah, but I think they've figured it out. Heavy Machinery, Viking Raiders, and now with Street Profits, if they get this right, then you start to see a trend turning in a different way. Maybe they learned from the Ascension mistakes. Maybe they learned from the other tag teams they brought up and like, okay, we need to do it this way. We need to put this together. Yes, did the Viking thing almost crash and burn by calling it the Viking experience? Yes, but I think this is why you have someone like Heyman and Bischoff in charge at that spot because it helps to avoid these kinds of mistakes, hopefully for the most part. And uh, this is not, I'm looking forward to a new day Street Profits 
uh, battle. That would be fantastic. That's going to be great. Yeah, right? And then Big E turns and becomes a member of the Street Profits. Why do you keep wanting Big E to turn? Get- Next oh, topic. We'll get to a turn I predicted it later on I in the know. show. That's the first Woo! So, the first thing I thought of when it happened, I'm like, oh, Roke's going to rub my face in this like I'm a dog who just pooped in carpet. All right, let's move on. This dog and poop carpet. That's Shane McMahon and McIntyre. Uh, they did a promo about Reigns and The Undertaker, talking about how, you know, gave credit to Taker for surprising him, a back and forth, what they're going to do to Reigns, what they're going to take her, blah, blah, blah. And then Taker comes out. Oh, man, Taker did a great promo. I saw some people complaining that it was the same thing he's done before. Uh, okay, fine, but he does it so damn well. Hogan did the same thing for 10 years. Flair did the same thing for 20 years. That's well, all you- right. It works. It works the woo was 20 years i was it with you works. on a lot of that but you can't say rick flair had the same promo over yes, 20 years he did it always works start out like this woo what do you do woo i'm out that's all it is hogan doom the rock well you know some brother and stone cold let me tell you it's all the same Undertaker comes out. Did you just say death. the Rock and Ric Flair's promos are all the same? To themselves. Like, their promos are exactly them. So people were complaining about Taker doing this thing. Taker did the exact same thing he always does, which works. And that but was Taker perfect. saying the exact same word is different. Just because they have similar styles is what styles. I'm getting at. That's a, his promo was his style. And it completely worked, which is why I understand people were bitching about it online, saying it was, it was kind of underwhelming promo. I thought it was a great promo. Considering the promos he's delivered the last few months, this was fucking good. <laughs> you want a battle? Uh, you may be the best in this world. Okay. I love that. Oh, okay, so here's the deal. That was new. Like, I I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Um, I do think that there... I do think that it, it could be perceived as boring from those who maybe aren't huge Undertaker marks. Yeah, you okay? Who aren't, like, already, like, they just... Inject that Undertaker soul talk into my veins. Yeah, you know? but I've like, been critical of the Undertaker. No, last no, no, no. Month, so, I'm not saying you okay. have to, but you're okay. also like I'm balanced, man. But but you're also an old school Undertaker fan. Yeah, like sure. you've liked Undertaker for a long time. Sure, 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 sure. Um, my girlfriend, for example, was kind of standing there like, "What's this cheesy stuff he's saying?" You know. Mm-hmm. So well, stand in front of Mark and say that, <laughs> right? He'll and scare you. And that's why. And that's why I'm somewhere in the middle because, like, I love that classic Undertaker stuff. You don't get it all the time. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. Undertaker's talking about digging holes and taking souls and mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff, fire and brimstone and all that kind of stuff, like I'm into it. Like whatever, it's Undertaker. It's you know, great. that's, that's what his I'm thing. Saying. That's what he does. That's you know? his thing. And also, he gets me once the lightning thing happens. I didn't even care about anything else he said. He did the lightning thing. They had mm-hmm. that happen where the lightning came down, struck the ring. I love when they do that. It looks yeah. cool. Um, it's a it's a fun visual for not for the people there, but for the people watching at home. It's a fun yep. visual, and so um, when that happens, I'm like, oh, old school Undertaker's back. Yes, I'm, I'm into this, and so I'm just cool watching. Like, I, I I just take that for what it is because mm-hmm. I don't ex- I don't think Undertaker has ever been like a quote unquote promo guy. No, no. You know, he no, comes no. in, he does his dark things, and he talks real ominously. Right. And it's slow, just like his entrance. And it's like, and it's whatever. It's what Undertaker does, but I like it. You know, like, that's, you. that's who Undertaker is. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's fair to compare the promos of The Undertaker to The Rock and Hulk, or sorry, The Rock and Ric Flair, they all who have, are the best promo guys of all time. Sure, but they all have their same styles, and those styles, styles are yes, good. But Ric That's Flair, every promo is different. That's why you can just search Ric Flair promo yeah. on YouTube and be busy for hours. Does he get excited in every promo? Yes. The Rock Everyone does. The Rock does switches it up. The Rock has funny, serious... The Rock never loses it. 
The Rock is always pretending like he's in charge of the situation when he does his promos. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a charming condescension to his promos. Yes. Every single promo has a charming condescension. Yes. Hogan's, Hogan's the people's champion when he did it. He always felt like he was the people's champion. Well, all champion. Hogan promos feel the same. Right. Oh, that I'm not going to argue with you on. Okay. They do. He had a formula. He did. They all have a formula. Well, I'm just saying that Ric Flair and The Rock are the best promos of all time, so it's not fair to make you know it sound like pro- formula? promos. Warrior, because you never know what you were going to get. That was the best. This promo from Undertaker did feel like it was written from Dana, by Dana Warrior a little bit, where it was okay. like, talking yeah. about, it was like, I was, she was like, hmm, what are things my husband used to say? <laughs> mm, okay. I'm going to take you in Heaven. the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, There'll be no pilots. What? <laughs> uh, but I think that, you know, he did a good, they did a good job of explaining why yeah. Undertaker wants to help Roman Reigns here. Exactly. Yeah, he said, it ain't, Romans ain't that kind of guy to ask my help. I did it. Yep. I and it that. was like, you know, you had my respect because of the whole WrestleMania match, yeah. all that kind of thing. I liked it, you yeah, know? Me too. I didn't love them pulling Drew McIntyre away. I would have loved just to let Drew McIntyre and Undertaker go at it. I think yeah. that would have maybe been a little bit more effective, but also I think they, need, yeah, to, we gotta they need to explain why Undertaker's there too. I, exactly. I, I was trying to figure out which one I felt more important, like Drew and Undertaker having beef or Undertaker explaining why he's injecting himself here. And they're right. both important, so I'm good with it. We got Extreme Rules coming up, right? That's the yes. next one? Yep. What's When's... Hold on. That's July... July 14th. 6th, 14th. July 14th. It's coming up! So you need more time to build. So that's that's why I think you don't have them fight just yet. But it will come. It will happen. Also, honest, and also, Undertaker's old. You don't want to, you don't want, you don't want to put him in the ring too much. Also a good point. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to Lacey Evans. She took on Natty with Baron Corbin at her side. Look, this is a good match. All right, I get it. It's fine. It pushes her. But if you need to cheat to beat Natty, you're not selling me that you should have the title. Let me just put that out there. Again, no offense to Natty. But to me, you don't if you gotta cheat to beat Natty, I get it, you're a heel, blah, 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 blah. But Lacey, but other heels get clean pins. She could have gotten a clean pan with a reinforced she situation. I don't think you need to Corbin to cheat by dragging uh, Natty's feet that way. So that, that, I had a little bit of an issue with that. Because I think it undercuts Lacey. You don't need to undercut Lacey. Lacey is fucking killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think yeah. clean win would have been totally fine. I do think that this match was good, though. I think that they did a good yeah, job. Natty yeah. had some great moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think uh, you know Lacey did a jo- good job of showing why they have faith in yes, her. Yes, absolutely. Um, what do you think about them adding the Extreme Rules stipulation to... The match at Extreme Rules. It makes sense. You got to go to the next level with those two. There's a lot of I don't know how real the beef is, but it feels authentic when you see them going at each other. So you got to one up the game. If you're going to bring them back again, you got to one up the situation, right? She's essentially replaced Charlotte in having multiple matches against Becky. So you've got to change the stakes of the matches every single time to make them interesting, to make them worth something. So you want to watch and see what happens. And if she loses, then you've got something to excuse or to blame on it, right? An Extreme Rules match, which means Corbin can interfere. And so can Rollins, which means Rollins will probably. Well, no, 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 they're both in the match. Oh, it's a. It's, it's a. Remember, oh, it's winner takes all. Winners right. take all. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. For both titles. I guess what I'm trying to say is like they'll. One of them is going to mess up the other one. That well, I mean, they and they did a good job. Is that yeah. where are we on yeah. your list? Um. Okay, they did a good job of uh, playing that up later with that promo that we'll get to in a minute with Becky yeah. and, and Seth. Yeah, yeah. I did a good job of of, of selling the uncertainty of yeah. like you know. 
one of you could lose your title without even actually being pinned. Yep. And it wasn't even like in a four-way match. It was like your girlfriend or your boyfriend got pinned and, and, and ruined your, messed with yep. your career. Corey, I love that. They, they're selling that a few well. times. Yeah, Corey mentioned it a few times yes. throughout, the, throughout the broadcast. Whenever they brought it up, they were yes. going to have a fight later on. Well, it could affect things. And Renee pushed back. So, you know. Which um, is good. I thought it was smart. I think that it, it, it does sell the match better, I think. I are think, they still dating him and her and Moxley? Are they married? Renee? Yeah. Yeah. They're married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've been married for a while. I would love to hear what she thinks about what's going on with him at AEW and all the shit he's taking. That, those, sh- are, those are old school bumps he's taking, man. I'm worried for him. <laughs> I really am because I love him so much as a wrestler. Did you watch Fighter Fest? Dude, the stuff he took. It was intense. I was like, come on. Man, yeah. come on. He wants to have a career after this federation, for God's sakes. Yeah, he's got know, a wife. He definitely <laughs> took it to the extreme. I saw a funny meme online. I think it was... I forget exactly who posted it, but it was just like it was a gif of Renee like looking yeah. like unhappy, and it was like when Moxley comes home and asks if she watched Fighter, <laughs> Renee, if yeah. she watched Fighter Fest, and it's just her saying. looking like, "Yeah, I watched it." <laughs> I mean, it was good, but I honestly I felt like they could have started at a lower level between the two of them and worked their way yeah. up to that six months from now. Yeah. But it was weird because now I'm where where did I go from there? That's what concerns me about how the WWE is reacting. If AEW reacts in the extreme to counter that. It could end up messing them. You don't want to blow your wad right off the bat overall too consistently because then the fans go, all right, and the second you don't meet that level in the next one, then the fans will walk away. Yeah. And that's a danger. Keep doing what you keep building. Let the WWE do what they're doing. Keep building what you're building. People will come if you build something good, you know? And yeah, it's the whole field of dreams method, that's you know? Right, that's right. That's <laughs> what they say. Uh, all right, Elias says, uh, well, we get Miz in the back uh, talking with, who's the blonde again? I always forget the blonde. Sarah Schreiber. Yeah, Sarah Schreiber. Uh, yeah, a good, good quick promo, uh, and then in and out, and then gone to the ring. Interrupts Elias. They get into a two out of three falls match. This was great. I really enjoyed this. And Elias finally got to unleash a little bit, and I was excited by this. I don't know if it's Heyman. I don't know if it's him just being allowed to do it. I don't know what it is, but he was great in this match. And I, I, although Miz got the win in the two out of three falls, I still think Elias showed out really well in this match. Can I be honest with you? Okay. I took a shower during this match. What? Why? (laughs) And then as we were starting, I was like, I forgot to rewatch Elias versus The Miz. I mean. Oh, man. uh, Was it really that different than the other two out of two out of three falls matches they've had the past week and a half or whatever? Elias was way more into it. Okay. He was guttural in his yelling. He took a massive knee hit to the ring post that was so believable. There was so much about. He was throwing himself into this match. And maybe he senses that this is like one of these, like, he has to make it work right now or he's going to end up with No Way Jose for the rest of his career. I, I, since there have been like two other two out of three falls yeah, matches yeah. with Elias and Miz, I have been doing this new thing where I'm trying to work out while watching Raw <laughs> and SmackDown and NXT yeah. so that I like. That's good. It's one, it's like, well, it's better than sitting there tweeting. True. And just scrolling my phone. I'm paying more attention. So I'm, I have better opinions here during the show. Uh, maybe lose a little bit of weight in the process. Okay. okay. Uh, and and honestly, you know, sometimes like I'm at the gym and I just get over it if I try and go to mm-hmm. the gym. But you know what? Watching like people who are really in shape, oh, of course, doing something physical while I'm working out, it kind of like inspires me to keep going. You kidding? So so I'm like, oh, you know, these guys are doing massive cardio mm-hmm. right now. Like I'll just keep running and keep doing pushups and stuff or whatever and sit ups or whatever. And so I've been a but and so I was like, I just finished and then I was like. Hmm, do I take a shower right now? And then it was like, next up, The Miz versus Elias in a two out of three falls match. And I was like, 
Yeah, I saw this already a couple times. This is the perfect opportunity. And so I literally got in when the match was started and got out right okay. when it finished. So right. I will be honest, I missed this. Um, so we can use this opportunity to instead discuss something important that we were t- discussing right before we started. And it's not wrestling related, but... Oh. Is Silence of the Lambs really a horror movie? Of course it's a horror movie. It's a serial killer. Like, because I watched... Signs of Lambs for the first time this weekend, so She's these are pretty, very old takes. But I, I'm not a big horror movie guy, yeah, that's fair. so I never watched it because I was like, man, I don't really care about horror movies. And then I watched this movie, and I was like, this is like a psychological thriller. Sure. This isn't a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller, but it is a horror movie in the fact that there is a serial killer. Like, he's a, a horror, a horrific character because he is you a man. Lecter. Hector. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, I call him Hector. Hector, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hector. Uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Hector. <laughs> that's a, going uh, that's a good Halloween costume. That's a good, I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> but like you, got, you got this. And I can do that. I'm Latino. So yeah, kiss I know, my so ass. I it. Kiss my ass. Uh, so, but I, I like this situation. I mean, I like that he is. He, you don't ever see him do anything. You never see him. Well, you do see it. that one. You see Buffalo Bill do everything. No, you see him bite the. Cop's oh, well, face. right. Exactly. That That is horrific. Yeah. And you get. Like he he is hanging like the angel of death. Yeah. On that, so it's incredible the visual of that. Yeah. But the 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 calmness with which he do it does it is the horror. Yeah, it's and totally. Then, and then homie throwing people in the pits so that he can t- change sexes. That's is wild. a horror. Yeah. So it's, it's a horror movie, but it's just a higher echelon horror movie. Yeah, it was weird when I was watching that. I was thinking, God, like this movie can never be made in 2019 just because of like the for whole so trans reasons. issues and like, for so many reasons. Exactly. So many reasons. Um, but yeah, crazy movie. Like I was yeah. like. And, and it's funny. The book's even better. It's no funny. To, really? Oh, yeah. It's funny no to lie. watch a movie that is so ingrained in pop culture yeah. 30 years after yeah. it came out yeah. or whatever and be like, oh, that's what everyone's talking about and all these things. Did it hold up? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. See, there you go. And that's the mark of a classic. Yeah, yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed it. 30 years later, you still enjoy And it. I knew so many of the things that were going to come up, like the yeah. fava beans or I'm having a friend for dinner right, or right. it puts the skin on the lotion. Like, I'd heard all those things, but to like see how they were put together yeah. i was like oh now i get all this yeah, yeah. now i gotta see the sequels no no don't you don't My really seem like they're good no, no. your girlfriend's wrong <laughs> the problem with your girlfriend is she's been working out a lot and losing weight looking yeah. great so she's got the endorphins true, true, messing true, with her judgment. True, true. everything is great because she's so happy about herself well, it, she it's loves a, serial killers oh, so. <laughs> okay so she's like a, one of two was obsessed with serial killers did she watch people. manhunter on netflix Tell her to watch the Manhunter series. It's a David Fincher series exploring the first guy who uh, labeled what serial killers were in the 50s. Oh, and okay, yeah, totally. And he went and interviews all these serial killers in the prisons. Oh, cool. It's an awesome series. I'll tell her to watch it. Ten-episode series. She's, looking for, she's always looking for something new to yeah, watch. Tell her she'll love it. Uh, back to wrestling, sorry. Back to wrestling and serial killers. <laughs> Rollins and Becky took on Maria. At least and, it wasn't the hills this time. That's true, it wasn't the hills. I think God, people got mad about that. I saw it. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Uh, Rollins, and guess what? We're talking about a reality show right now. Okay, so Rollins and Becky... Uh, they had that promo in the back talking about everything and what they're gonna have, what's gonna happen, and go. Which is a little cheesy. It before was Mike and Maria which came is, in, which is why they're laying the groundwork. This is gonna break up. I think so too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think hundred percent. That, that whole part where it was like oh, a little too chummy, a little too boyfriend and girlfriend. You're like the wrestling fan is like, oh, I want to see them break up. <laughs> I want to see them lose the title now, you know, because you know the fans are gonna be so mad if yeah. he's not champion. Just the way it could play out, I, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I'm kind of rooting for Baron Corbin. I'm actually rooting for Lacey. 
to, to be the fair. one that pins Becky somehow. Yeah. Just because I want to watch everyone burn down. The fact that Baron Corbin <laughs> became universal champion because Lacey pinned someone, it's yeah. going to be great. Wrestling Twitter, it's going to be at an all-time high. True. Very true. Uh, Maria and Mike and Ellis interrupt them, and then there's a match set up there. Then they go down to the ring. I know Paul Heyman booked this situation, and you have Maria and Mike Kanellis being a part of this. Apparently, Maria's friends with Paul, and Paul has said before that he really respects Maria's yes. mind as a, as a story person. But this, this was terrible to me. If people loved it, I respect people liking it. I thought it was horrific to bring two people who hadn't been on the right main roster at all. Maria, who hadn't looked good in any of her matches, any of those uh, Battle Royale matches. Mike hasn't done much at all to make them in service of the two champs of their divisions. I was shocked by this to push some stupid pregnancy storyline. This is the one moment in the, in the, in the um, show that I was like, Oh, this is ridiculous. So here's the thing. I, it's not necessarily that I loved or hated this segment. Yeah. What I enjoyed about this segment and, and whatever is going on with this, I enjoyed they're trying something like to me, Safe is the worst thing you can be. Sure. And, and safe is just like, uh, it's just bec- what Raw has become. So, like, there's never anything that's like, <laughs> that's just like, what is happening anymore? Like, sometimes, like, I shouldn't say never, but it's not as often. And I felt like this, whatever it is, was wild. Like, you know, first it started with her calling Mike her bitch. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole. It's too much ECW for the main roster. See, I disagree. I thought it was. And I, and I, and I can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I can see that. Um, you know, from what I had heard, you know, I broke the story a few weeks ago mm-hmm. when Mike and Maria re-signed yeah, with re-signed. WWE. Yep, yep. I remember and at the time, I was told by a source, literally the same day, I was told by a source that there was an angle that had been pitched that would uh, be like some sort of like cuckold angle. Um, if you're a child watching this, do not Google that. Just know it's an adult thing. And, and, and we're sorry for cussing through this and, whole If you're watching this as a child, go ahead. <laughs> and if you're an adult watching this and you don't know what it is, you probably don't need to Google yeah. it either. Read Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> just a joke. Just saying. Just a joke. Read Shakespeare. Uh, it's all over Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had heard there was going to be a cuckold angle. There had been a cuckold angle pitched with, with these two yep. and I never thought that it would see the light of day on TV I was like oh, okay whatever you know because I get said that stuff past me all the time oh this thing got pitched or that thing got pitched like oh, right. okay right. Um, but fast forward a few weeks yeah. now she's on TV calling him a bitch then she says she's pregnant well she gets out on you know on the mic no no don't hit me I'm pregnant or whatever and then she starts like berating Mike and saying that she, you know he's not man enough that she doesn't think he was man enough to even have impregnated her right. and all this stuff so um it seems like that's maybe the yeah, direction but, they're going. And that's great. And that's fine. But nobody gives a shit about these two. And nobody cares. And yeah, but that's, you're that's not fair to say because... And you're right. The fans were bored. The what chance broke out almost immediately. She just took the mic. But that's not... But you... Then, then you might as well not try and give everyone on the card a chance. Because I do oh, think... no, no, no. I, I do think, think that... You're not doing extreme the other way. I think well, there are saying, people that deserve chances. I don't think they deserve chances. Fair. That's my opinion. But, I mean, would you really prefer to see Cedric Alexander in a cuckold angle instead? Cedric Alexander, no. But Drake, Drake would be interesting. Well, I was worried they were going that direction <laughs> this week. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but you're right. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I just out. like that they're trying I'm different things. Across right like, for example, you know what? People probably hated 
the whole dick chopping thing back in the day with Val Venus, but you never oh, forgot yeah. it. And people still to this day don't forget it. I didn't hate it. I thought that was funny. I love it. Choppy Choppy was one of the things that I still laugh about. I'm sorry. I'm sometimes <laughs> I I'm a child. Disagree. And Choppy Choppy was hilarious. Exactly. You're allowed to be a child. Exactly. And so if that if that's why I looked at it with this, I go like this does lend itself to funny moments. If they're gonna make Maria being pregnant a storyline for nine months and they go possible cucking right. angle. Think of like the they could end that. In a, it could be a hand birth level uh, moment. But those are one of the worst. That's one of the worst storylines. Is the birth of hand one of the worst yes, storylines? It is. You know, I'm going to go on Aaron Turner's podcast. That now I've decided that's going to be the storyline I'm complaining about. Who booked this? Uh, that's what I was. You say. know, I I it was stupid. Thank you. But it's also one of the most memorable things that's happened in WWE. Yeah, but not in a good way. Not in a bad way. <laughs> A lot of people would disagree with you, including me. That was bad. The birth of hand was bad. Like, I mean, the, I like Hornswoggle. So I was a child, so it was like it... Hornswoggle, Vince McMahon's son, bad. It was bad. Another one. <laughs> I... <laughs> Phenomenal. I mean, Phenomenal. No, but I just it's one of those things where it's like, it's so stupid that you never forget it. And it's not, but it's so stupid that you're like, it, to me, it's like you're in on the joke, stupid. Did, did you like the Shockmaster, too? No, <laughs> That's not the same. That was stupid <laughs> and same. definitely memorable. No, because that was like a huge mistake. He falls. They were doing a serious build. They got a guy in a stormtrooper yeah. mask. Different. Okay. Very different in my opinion. Right. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, okay. The birth, I already said online, come on. You don't think it'd be hilarious if they drag this pregnancy thing out for nine months? Nope. And then when she goes and gives birth? And she's been doing this thing where she's like, they're, they're making it seem like it was another guy's child the whole time. Right. Or another guy that she was with. She gives birth to a hand, the other hand. We've mm -hmm. already got a right hand. Now we get the left hand or whatever. Yeah. And then Mark Henry walks in the delivery room and says, like, that's what I do. And then Mike has to leave and he's never seen again. No. None of that sounds appealing to me at all. I respect and I appreciate you, brother, but none of that sounds appealing to me at all because I don't think these two are personalities that people are going to care about. I Maria, don't. that's not fair. Maria was in Playboy. She Maria was, is famous. Yeah, she was. That was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, but she's a personality. She hasn't done anything since, really. But they really haven't used her since she came back. There's a reason for that. No, well, I don't think that it's lack of charisma. Okay. I don't think that it's lack of entertainment. Okay. All right. I think it's a lot. I of think we're going to find out. She was pregnant when she came in. Right, right, right. But, but I think we're going to find out. We will definitely yeah, find out when the when the fans go and unless get... they give up on this two weeks later, like they did with Robert Roode. It's certainly all oh, right. Good point. He doesn't even have his mustache anymore. Where's Lars? Uh, he injured. Okay, okay. All right. God, already. I know. God damn it. Bummer. I know. We love you here. Yeah, like sixty nine, six what? to nine months. Dude, it was at 69 months. Uh, we nice. love you here, Lars. Get better, man. Sorry. Uh, that sucks. I didn't know that. All yeah. right. Uh, let's move on. Poem, we talked about it already. Oh, yeah. We had a moment of bliss. Uh, she's out there with Nikki. Carmella comes out and interrupts, causes a battle. They go into the fight, and Carmella destroys her quickly. And then uh, we go to the break, and Nikki now all of a sudden challenges Carmella. Be a little bit of a longer match, but then Nikki gets the victory. Some people like this. I didn't like this too much. I thought it was just like, what's the point of it? Unless you're going to start. Because, I mean, it's I think it's Bailey and Alexa and Nikki. Why is Carmella getting involved in it? Unless you're setting up a tag team match. I don't know. But uh, Alexa's supposed to fight Bailey for the title because Nikki won it. So why are you setting this up at all? Agreed. I feel like it devalues Alexa unnecessarily, even though Carmella is a contender. And it's not hmm. like to say that, like, losing to Carmella is a bad thing. No, no, or no not like at all. That. Um, but, but that quickly is kind of. That quickly. Yeah. And, and in the build to 
a title match. Yes. You know, and I get they're trying to get over the fact that Alexa didn't earn her title match. Nikki did. And right. That's why people want Nikki, uh, you know, in the title match. Right. I, it feels like that's the direction they're going. Yeah, so they're going to fight eventually. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I didn't hate it. I mean, it does seem like Nikki's going to be the one to win the title, and then Alexa mm. turns on her. Oh, yeah. And then she's jealous that, right, that Nikki, she wasn't a real friend right. and all that kind of thing. That's Nikki, the way it feels like it's going now. Yeah, because Nikki defeated Carmella, and Alexa was celebrating like she had won. Yes. So that's the that's how you lay and the And same when Charlie said something backstage to her about oh, yeah. it, and then yeah. it was like, no, get, get out of here. Listen right. to that. Right. Seems like that's where they're going. Charlie. Um, all right, the 24-7 chase uh, k- kicks up one last time uh, all the way out into the back of uh, uh, the uh, stadium there. Drake Maverick. Uh, I mean, uh, R-Truth goes right by Drake. Drake's standing there. No, no, it was, it was even better than that. It was the whole train of people went running oh, by Drake. Running by Drake is and like, then when he's all sad watching yeah. them run by, and then R-Truth, like, popped out from, like, a corner or whatever where he had been hiding. Ugh, I loved it. It was great. And then R-Truth turns his back on R-Drake, and R- I'm sorry, on Drake, and Drake hits him in the back with his carry-on. I don't know what he's got After carrying. After saying that he wasn't going to care about the 24-7 no, 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 no. title. And then he said, she was right. more important. Yeah, that's right. Then he hits her in the back with a carry-on. I don't know what he's got to carry on. Uh, a referee pops out of nowhere, uh, does the pin, and then he says, see, we got our hunt now. We can celebrate, we can celebrate this 24-7, our honeymoon. Let's get out of here. And they take off, so R-Truth loses the belt to Drake. Uh, Setting up. What's Lots of quality honeymoon content. I guess Drake's going to pop out. I mean, uh, R Truth's going to pop out. Of course. Right? Oh, oh of course. This is going to be great. I mean, either it's at the airport, but they already did the airport. They so the airport's the airport. been done. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be at a resort. Yeah, it's got to be at a resort yeah. or honeymoon suite, like him on the beach yep. or like, yep. you know, something like that, like laying out and he falls asleep, like tanning. And then if they're R-Truth smart, pins him. if they're smart, they do it from far away on the beach where his wife turns around and sees R Truth walking up to Drake and she's like, no! And then you see the cameraman running with her, and then R-Truth does the pin, and boom, takes off with the belt. By the time she gets there, and Drake's like, what happened? They're going to do it all over the place. Or it's like right before he goes parasailing. So then, like, he gets pinned, <laughs> and then the boat takes off. So he's like, no, no, and Truth can just run away with the title belt as Drake's, like, in the parasailing. Oh, no! With the camera, like a GoPro on the guy. That'd be brilliant. Brilliant. Um, oh, my God, brilliant. But I, we'll see. Yeah, to- we'll see. I, I'm very excited for whatever they do, because it's yeah. going to be quality content. I, 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 I love how, I feel like every wrestling fan, fan right now that watches Raw is dying for a woman to win the 24 oh, 7 sure. title. First, it was Carmella. And yeah. Everyone's like, Carmella's going to pin R Truth. It's right. got to happen. And last night, I thought before Drake hit R Truth with his carry on, since the wife was in the bathroom, I thought for sure when they were talking, when, when Drake and, and yeah. Truth were talking, that she was going to roll up R Truth and, and, and Drake's wife was going to become the 24 7 champion, because that would have been fun too, yeah. where they're on honeymoon and Drake's sad because he can't pin the 24 7 champion. Or he his, does pin his wife, Or he does pin the 24 7 title and, and his just, wife. The whole and they're honeymoon. mad the whole time. I would have liked that too. I think that's going to happen. I, I hope so. Yeah. I like. All of this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I loved it last night. I loved it if R-Truth came up with some line or some word. He's like, I'm not getting involved with these two or something like that, you know. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I'm yeah, at you. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move back to some real wrestling. AJ Styles taking on Ricochet last match of the evening. This was interesting. Great back and forth between these guys in the ring. A lot of interesting moves. AJ gets the pin, supposedly, uh, for, out of nowhere for some random reason. We replay the match. No, no he had ref- the foot. 
Yeah, right, right, right. But I mean, the ref coming in all of a sudden replays. Oh, yeah. That, you know, we see, we see, uh, uh, pins where feet are on the ropes all the time and don't get overturned. So this was overturned for the storyline of it. Um, eventually Ricochet, Ricochet did that move off AJ's chest with his feet. Holy Mary, mother of God. He pulled out all the stops here. Uh, and then, uh, Gallows and Anderson had come down. They were watching the whole thing. Then Rick, AJ ends up losing it. Uh, and then the uh, 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 Gallus Anderson step up on the ring to look at AJ. AJ stops him. We think we're going to have NWO where Hogan and Rock teamed up against the Outsiders. I thought for a second. And then AJ turns and beats up uh, uh, Ricochet and then does the Styles Clash off the top rope, which was sick. Incredible. I yelped. <laughs> ah, don't do that. You heard him. Like, it was ah. fantastic. Fantastic. I think uh, that you called it from the yep. you called it that this they were going to go that direction that yeah. they were starting the the, the setup of heel AJ. Um, I'm into it. I think yeah, that it's perfect. He played it up well. Um, the Bullet Club were assholes, yep. so if they can. Do an actual bullet club in WWE, like the club for real. They'll just call it the club. The club. But, you know, and I know they. Because AJ, uh, Corey called it that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what they call it. And I I love it. I loved what they did last night. Um, The Styles Clash on the top rope definitely had an extra, like, oomph to it, you (laughs) know? Um, I just. In order for it to feel different than what they did a few years ago with the whole beat up John Cena stuff, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in order for it to feel different from that, they got to bring Finn in this time. They have to. Yeah. They have to bring in Finn Balor this time. It's got to be the real club in WWE. So do you think they'll start showing up at Finn's matches or at the pay I am really hoping so because, look, I know he's got a program that Finn seems to be in him. the works against Shinsuke Nakamura based on that one little moment last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. But things have changed since last week. Mm-hmm. There's new executive directors in charge or whatever. They're, yeah. they're saying they're going to try and make things different. Um, just bring Finn back to Raw. Yeah. Put him on Raw. Let him be part of the club. Yeah. And let him be Intercontinental Champion because his Intercontinental title reign has been directionless. Yeah. It, it really has, it's been very directionless. Or, or, or even just let him lose the Intercontinental title and well, then come to Raw. And, and, and for something you know, to add to the directionless factor where it's like he also lost the Intercontinental. They can literally have him lose to Nakamura. Not even wait for yes. the interview. Have him lose it to Nakamura. And then they go like, "Hey, brother, we're getting the band back together. Right. You know, we're we're all we're all in a rut. Like we're all just come to it, and they can play off that for a while yep. until Finn finally is the fourth man. You know, and they and they bring him out, and he comes factions. out. Factions, factions, absolutely. And yeah. I feel like Finn has been lost for a while. Yep. He's been directionless. You know, and and I just feel like this is the direction that he needs. Yep. You know, and AJ Styles. I wouldn't say AJ has been directionless, but I do think that. Putting him and AJ in a in a faction together will most certainly help both of them. Yes. You know uh, the 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 cocky heel factor. Like they can do it. Finn's done it. Finn oh, is yeah. great at that yeah. at that role, and he hasn't done it in WWE. Yet. He's been wow. a face since day one. Yep. So I mean, like I really want that to happen. But regardless, um, this was great. I yep. think that this you know. Whenever this is done, you have like a firm set of heels, and I think that I kind of feel like heels are lacking mm-hmm. uh, on Raw right now. And I would argue, and this is maybe uh, people might get mad at me, I would argue that these two matches between AJ Styles and Ricochet that we've seen beat any of those six months of matches we saw between AJ and Nakamura. I felt these have more ingenuity to the moves, more rhythm, more chemistry, more pacing. And I'm not talking about the NJP, NJPW stuff. That's stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking WWE stuff. I feel like these two guys are able to let go with each other and they know they've got it and their chemistry works. And I love that. So to me, keep this going for a while 
And they yeah, eventually turn Finn heel because Finn turning heel makes him exciting again and interesting again. And would, you don't even need to pull out the damn demon. Just let him be heel. It'll be fun, the four of them the rolling jacket, around the jacket, the light jacket again yep. like he's doing New yep. Japan or whatever. They can, they can take on the New Day and kick the crap out of New Day or any other, the Usos, whatever. It's all there for them to do it. And look at what being a, 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 a badass heel did for Becky Lynch. Yeah, exactly. I think you do the exact same thing for Finn Balor, yep. only this time they shouldn't abandon it like they do with Becky Lynch. Right, exactly. Because now Becky Lynch is over there making like couples jokes on Raw. And it's great. She's making tons of money. She's successful. Sure, sure. But it's not the same as nope. she was when she was the man when it first started. And they could do right. that for Finn Balor. Yeah. Well, maybe if she gets Maria Canellas pregnant, she can return to that spot. All right. Well, that's our recap of Raw last I don't know night. a lot about how like bodies work it. and babies she work, but it. I'm just saying I, I don't think that's possible, John Broke. She said it. She said, maybe I'll get the man to get me pregnant. All right, well, thanks, everybody, as I said, for watching this Raw recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, it's been a blast to talk about this show. You can just tell we were excited about this episode. So, Paul Heyman, he did a great work. Let's see what the next episode brings. It's not about doing it the first time. It's about doing it consistently for a while. So, hopefully, this will be the sign of some new great things coming down the line. I'm glad you mentioned that because yep. I agree with you. I, as, as hyped as we were on this show, it's got to continue. Yep. Don't it's, abandon. Yeah, it's this... If they can just do shows like this again, great. Yep. I would be very, very happy. Um, I look forward to next week and seeing, uh, you know, how they play off of everything yep. on Raw. And I'm looking forward to SmackDown tonight to see if there's like other noticeable differences yes. in the product. So yeah, I, I, I am, I'm pumped on it. And turn Charlie into your mean Jean. She's there. You need a mean Jean. I think Charlie could be a great mean Jean. She's so good. Her dancing with the street profits, everything. Uh, she rolls with everything. I like her a lot. I think she should be a mean Jean type. All right, uh, Ryan, well, tell everybody where they can find, listen, watch, and read everything you do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the video of these Raw and SmackDown recaps that we do. You can find the video of Raw, excuse me, of Wrestling Sheet Radio, where we discuss all the top stories throughout the week. That comes out on Thursdays. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. While you're there, make sure you like the videos. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Uh, I do my best to reply to some of you on there. I read them all. So make sure you guys keep commenting. I appreciate it very much. But also, if you just want to listen to the audio while you're driving, working out, cooking, doing whatever, Go do that as well. Subscribe. It's on all the major podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio on Spotify, Podcast One, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Sure, there's one I haven't heard of. Go check them all out. There you go. All right. Follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roka Says. Let us know what you thought about Raw uh, on Twitter and on the social media. And, of course, the comments on the YouTube uh, video as well. And we'll see you tomorrow for another episode of SmackDown Live Recap, where we see what Bischoff can do uh, with the SmackDown Live show. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Maybe it'll be too sweet. ProWrestlingSheet.com <laughs>
We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 